Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome to the Behind the Racket Pod, the podcast taking you behind the racket with today's top tennis players and biggest issues facing the sport. Behind the Racket is a community to give fans and players in the world of tennis the opportunity to open up like they have never done before. Visit BehindTheRacket.com for the latest stories, merch, as well as direct links to all of the latest podcasts. It can also be found on iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcasts. Download the episodes and make sure to leave a review. And we want you to be a part of the conversation. Find me at NoahRubin33 or Mike at MikeCTennis on all forms of social media. You can also learn more at BehindTheRacket.com or MikeCTennis.com. Special thanks to my sponsor, New Balance. Visit their latest shoes and styles at NewBalance.com and learn more about their program of giving back at hashtag NBGivesBack. You can also help support the podcast by visiting Patreon.com slash BehindTheRacketPod and receive rewards from our travels around the world. And now... Well, coming to you from the LaGuardia Plaza Hotel. See, I can say that. That was my speaker turning on. It's okay. Everything's fine. <laughs> right. I can say that now because otherwise, uh, you know, if I if if this got if we right. said it last week, people would just be flocking, lining up, flocking to the LaGuardia Plaza Hotel. Just they I mean, know where to find it. The groupies, man. Woo, woo. Everybody Their panties just, would be everywhere. Wow, it's more than I was. I see. I was going to go with just the autographs. Oh, just signing the autographs, not the the other You've stuff. Never, have you signed one? Have I signed an autograph? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've actually seen you sign one before, and it's glorious. Uh, the I used to get it a lot in Champagne. I was a, I was a fairly large celebrity in a smaller town. Well, I shouldn't say fairly large, but a minimal. Do you think there's a celebrity. young boy? In the outskirts of Illinois, yeah. has a picture of you on their wall. I know there's a doctor who does. Did you give that doctor a picture of yourself? I didn't. He printed it off the internet. Wow. Yeah, he has a picture of Madison Keys and a picture of me. <laughs> in fine company, in you fine are. fine company. <laughs> That's my grandfather's doctor. Uh, Noah, thank you for coming out here to the LaGuardia Plaza. I'm not working today. We're recording this. Three hours from the men's final, yeah. Uh, so no discussion of who won the men's final on this particular podcast. You've got things to do. I've got a. I'm what's what's called on call. Yes. Just in case anything horrible happens to one of the other broadcasters today, so I have to be close. You said I like an onsite onsite alternate. Yeah, You're exactly. Like nearly a player. It's like you when you played Andy Murray last year. Right. Same except thing. Except for you make money. 
I mean, you you got a little bit. <laughs> you at least got a per diem. I got a per diem. Um, so yeah, my my U.S. Open is over. It has been a a, a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I got to do three Carlos Alcaraz matches, all three of them in five sets. Two of them ending after two. I was say it was six days of Carlos Alcaraz. <laughs> um, uh, and I think he physically broke me, so I can't imagine what he did to everyone else. Because I am, I feel completely, I mean, like, I, I came into this tournament in pretty good mental shape, uh, to be perfectly honest. In the first week, I'm like, yeah, everything's really good. And then right now, I'm just like, oh, Lord. Yeah. He got me. He got me. He got me. Carlitos, out you got the, me. Out to the backhand side. You're oh. like, one more. Um, but it's been, a, it's been a really fun couple of weeks getting to do another women's final. It was very cool yesterday with Iga coming through. She is... Fucking good tennis. She player. is a force mentally. <laughs> yeah, uh, she, I don't. I don't know that she played close to her best tennis the entire no. two weeks, and still, even yesterday had lapses and yes. still was dominating. Yes, uh, she's she is an impressive human being. And Anz played great tennis throughout the week. Until throughout the week, the finals first first set. She even had chances in the second set, and that was tough because the the general feeling amongst all of the broadcasters who I talked to yesterday, everybody said, brain tells me Iga's going to win. Mm. And the heart really wants Ons to win. Yeah. It, literally, that was the words out of everyone's mouth. Everybody really wanted, I think about Iga, but just everybody just yeah. has such love and respect for Ons. And that, that, that hurt that she came out so flat or nervous or whatever it was in the first set. I think two just good people, though. Yeah, you know, for sure. There was a picture, it was Ons uh, fixing Iga's the, the like, collar. collar. And you're just like... They're just good yeah. people. And then, and like, she stole the check from yes. from Iga as well. <laughs> it was fantastic. And you you are, I said this on the broadcast yesterday, actually, to your point. We're left with, you know, in the live rankings today, mm -hmm. one versus two on both the men's and the women's finals. Right. And on top of it, all four of them, and let's include Francis in there as a semifinalist, uh, all five of them are such incredible representatives for the sport. Casper's obviously quiet. Yep. Um, but he's just a good, just a good, good person, human. Yeah. Francis with that smile yeah. and what I didn't say this on the broadcast because I felt very awkward about it. Um, frankly, as a as a white guy, an old white guy. Yeah. Um, because it's the the dynamics of this are difficult. But people are sensitive. Yeah. But it's walking true. walking through the bowels of ash. Yeah. The workforce there is predominantly black. Latino and to hear them all talking about I'm going to be here to watch the brother yeah and I, like again I'm I'm sorry that feels very <laughs> awkward for me to say but it you could tell how much Francis being there meant to them and seeing fucking Michelle Obama is yeah. there right and and just the athletes across it's like a the camaraderie US. but almost with the sport that we probably it's almost like a passing the torch. I mean, we could talk about the Serena and, and what yes. that has brought to the Monday, Tuesday sessions. Yeah, and, right. You know, skyrocketing ticket sales and, and viewership. But, you know, you only heard people speaking on that topic necessarily. I mean, golf is getting it. Yes. Um, but Tiafo 
with his social presence as well yes. and and having Bradley Beal and all it, yes. it's just it's what tennis has needed for so long and a, a, yeah. a male presence a male presence on yeah. that side so we've had that woman you know we had these women and, and the Williams sisters now golf taking it and even Osaka you know sure. and having that diversity but we've been looking for that American male you know as much yeah. as it is that American male is a force and Tiafo might have the right personality for it as much as yeah. he's a clown and we make fun of him and, you know, he's still, he's him, you know, he's unapologetically him and it's helped. Yeah, it really has. And, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of the thing I'm going to be left with is just hearing about the tennis while walking through the bowels of ash. Yeah. Um, just because people there felt represented. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I mean, ultimately that's kind of what, you you look for right is um we we hear that a lot when we talk about specifically females you know and i think about that as a as a girl dad um just having those representatives and and somebody for my daughter to look up to and say oh i can do that and i think it's important now that we we do have that that in francis and i think that's fantastic and i know he's he seems actually ready now to accept that and handle a little bit of that responsibility. And I don't know that he was say no, even last year or the year before, to be honest. No, not at all. No, I mean, actually even going back a little bit, I think seeing it, I think Nisha Corey was kind of the first ones that I saw where people in New York felt represented when they mm. were, when I was talking to others and I guess it didn't obviously wouldn't hit me the same. And I yeah. didn't think, you know, too clearly on it, but you know, finally in the open and, they're like, no, we, we have somebody, yeah. you know, we have somebody now. So, yeah, you know, with Tiafo and I've seen a few interviews, I Wayne's presence in that box. I game changer. I, yes. I don't I don't know the words. I mean, could have made this career what it is. And we don't know where it goes from here. I'm actually very curious to see uh, a Francis Tiafo at the top of the sport and what yes. kind of pressure that comes with for him. Agreed. But Wow. I mean, that that was somebody early on. I was like, I don't know how this communication Same. is going to go from one to the other, but shit, it's working. Yeah. And I've, I think he's trusting him. He, he is. And uh, one thing, I've, I've known Wayne for a long time. He actually, he, in my first day broadcasting at the Australian Open 2017, he was mm. one of the first two commentators I worked with. Um, and he's he's such a good counterbalance because he's not going to give you emotion. He's going to be very dry and just there, calming presence. And he makes sure, um, and Brad Stein has talked about this with mm. Tommy as well, Yeah, make sure that they the practices and all of that is fun. Everything is built around Francis having fun because that's when he's at his Being best. Himself. You give me an hour and a half, two hours, whatever, whatever it is of work, and then the rest is yours. You have as much fun as you want. Do what you. But this is this is our time to to put in the work. And there's, I I'm just I'm happy for Francis. He's certainly earned it. Um, it, it's been fun to watch this last two weeks. Question uh, for you: yeah. on Loss on Francis. Obviously, tough loss. Fits yeah, that. right. Um, and he didn't play particularly well. I, I mean, don't the think either percentage. played. I think there was kind of ebbs and flows of yeah, that sure. match, and I think that's kind of one of the. Only things Alcaraz kind of has to focus on is is finding kind of that balance between I'm going to hit Mach 12 or not. But did Francis, I know this is going to sound crazy, is his best result and an incredible result, but how much more does he need in the near future to kind of build upon that? Where yeah, where a does question. a semis take him in terms of tennis, in terms of yeah, I don't presence? Know. 
I don't know that I have a good answer for that yet. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with Novak. Looks like mm. he's going to have the opportunity to come back here and play Australia. Um, that that got announced this week. Sasha Zverev coming back. Um, I heard too much about people that weren't playing this tournament still. I fully agree. And that's it's what's interesting, and this is going to come across as harsh, but I there weren't any quote-unquote villains mm. at this tournament. Like, I didn't... Nick, not enough for you? I don't think he was, to be honest. Yeah, so. I don't. I don't think he was either. There, but there, there weren't. It, this was as he was too professional. For yeah, most of yeah, the time, yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. It was one of the few feel-good events yeah. where there was just no negativity at all. Um, and I, I, and I'm not saying that in in relation to to Novak or Sasha, but they obviously have. It's, he felt it's, the media was pulling at that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, but in in terms of answering your question, I don't. I don't know that I have a good feel for what's going to happen in the ATP <laughs> at all for the next couple of years. And, and that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I think everybody, again, we're recording this before the men's final, but I think everybody acknowledges that Carlitos is going to be up at the top for a, a long, long time, as long as his body holds up. Yeah. Outside of that, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I really don't. I mean, Casper Ruud's going to be top Solid, five for a yeah. long time, you think. Um, Francis, I think he's, I, if Is I had to guess, there, yeah. I, I'd have to say he's a top 20 guy yeah. for another 10 years. And then he's on to doing something where he's able to use that big smile. And, yeah. I just, yeah, I mean, it comes down to the simple fact is the consistency is not there almost on either side right now. I mean, to be honest, I mean, there's definitely more on the women's. I think we had this jumbled for the past two years on the yeah. WTA side. Um, Ash had that the block where right. she was clearly the dominant There's always force. been like a number one and two. Yeah, but Naomi. But from there, they had what? It was like two years of different uh, quarter yeah. uh, semifinals yeah, in, right. in the slams for WTA. But yeah, the men's, I think the depth is better than it's ever been yes. mixed with we don't have that dominating force of three players. You know, yeah. I think, yeah, a root is going to be extremely solid. Yep. Am I going to be? Sh I mean, he lost to he lost to Ben Shelton, and Ben Shelton's up and coming is going to be amazing. Does that mean that that's a loss that Nadal would have had? Probably not. You know, yeah, so right. you look at that, and Casper will lose those matches. So we're going to have interesting Grand Slams, I especially so in the three out of five. I think it's going to come out. Even Medvedev, for a guy who's super consistent, he's also super inconsistent. You know, you don't know what kind of Medvedev you're going to have that day. And to say that he's not going to play on one surface, basically, is also very difficult. Yeah. So uh, I'm curious to see how this plays out early January. And is Nadal going to be back? You know, do we have, is this the last we saw of him? Yeah. Djokovic is obviously here for About another five years. Yeah. 30, 33, 34, somewhere in there. Yeah. Five more years. Yeah, pushing, but sure. You know, with how, you know, good shape he's in, but. He might be the last of it, and and Murray is not gunning for you know titles anymore. So it's it's up, it's open for grabs. There are going to be a lot of people who don't like that statement. I know. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> uh, um, you seem to have been very active in your watching of of tennis. I have, which was interesting for you. Know, yeah, <laughs> you're like for well, other he's people actually, though. Paying attention to tennis for, <laughs> for real. Yeah. No, I um, I think this is a testament to Alcaraz. A little bit. It really is. I 
it's something that I haven't seen. And it doesn't mean that, you know, watching other tennis has bored me. I've, I've watched a decent amount of tennis. I'm not putting in full five set matches without a doubt. Um, shocking if I watched three out of five uh, of those sets. So watching a few of his points earlier on, I'm like, this is unbelievable. Like we don't, we haven't seen this in sports. Like yeah. he is a generational athlete. Yes. Where I wouldn't necessarily. It's tough not to say this for Fed because obviously he is. But just athleticism wise is something that really entertains me when I'm looking at other yes. sports. Is sure. what they're doing with their bodies that other people just can't physically. Yeah. And you know we we had issues about where his you know physicality would be, what his body would hold up, and then to watch him in center. And then to after a match against Chilich, and then put it back. And I was like, there's no possible way he's recovered. There's just no chance he's recovered. And then to do that again in the fifth, again, it wasn't the best match for sure. Sinner, Alcaraz was elite. Was high, elite. As high as it gets. As high as it gets. And and for the faux match, not at the same level, but still insane. And, and sliding out, I, I keep saying this, sliding out on your non-dominant leg after you're on your... 13th hour of tennis past midnight again yep, in five days what the fuck <laughs> so yeah that that brought me kind of into the sport and, yeah, and yeah. i think the reaction from my friends that obviously no tennis at this point but they're like this guy is out of this world yes. and to hear that reaction and that excitement and they were excited for foe i will say there was this american male tennis player yes um but their reactions, they're like, no, this is... Even them not being all tennis players were like, this is different and I yeah. need to keep watching it. Yeah. That was the same, you know, you know the point you called. I mean, yeah. not enough to hit a behind-the-back shot, but now he's again sliding out in a full split. And that's when, you know, I, I tweeted out and I was having fun and, and I said I, I, I will do a full five-set match and I stayed up and I did the whole thing and I was exhausted. I don't know how the fuck he did it. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck you did it. Yeah. I mean, you're... Half a man at the moment. Yes. I mean, half of half, half of a half of a man. Right. <laughs> but it's just like it wasn't ending. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and and that's when, yeah, and that's when I tweeted out that some people got upset, but I, I, he's a combination. He, I, he has things that some of these others, you know, when we were looking at Rafa at this age, and I'm not comparing them to their prime, but looking at Rafa, Fed, and Joko, and, and kind of taking a little bit, the movement of Djokovic, the attacking nature and volleys and moving in and closing in at the net, and then the ability just to grind out points from the baseline and be in full splits. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, what? He's, he's otherworldly. I think his biggest problem, which I said is, people are going to play his best tennis, but I think his biggest problem is he might just get bored and just see how much bigger can I hit it? Mm. You know, when I saw on the forehand a few times on a couple of break points against foe, where it's like, why am I not going to just go inside our forehand as big yeah, as I can? Right. Because I usually make this. Yeah. So I was just interested. I was, I really was. Yeah. It's, he got people talking about tennis who don't normally talk about tennis. Yeah. Um, same as Francis actually. Right. Um, so that was one of those matches that you, it was you, on, wh- yeah. whoever got through that, you knew it was going to be, good for today's final um, because of the fact that both of them just were drawing people into that sport. Um, you seem to, at the same time, you seem to have some, some reservations about the whole big picture of it's funny because I'm exhausted right now. Right. Uh, so that you've got that factoring <laughs> in, but I'm leaving this tournament um, really happy about where tennis is at. Right. 
always going to be issues yes, for sure. 100%. But like I, I found myself, I was just like, damn it, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, everybody seemed to have a great time. Attendance was record setting right. almost every day. Ratings were super high for ESPN. Right. All everything about it was really good. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride that positivity wave for a little bit. And then in comes Noah to the LaGuardia <laughs> Plaza Hotel. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Again, I, I think I saw a lot of things that were great. I mean, faux Coco, fantastic. Yes. You know, we needed two semis there. It would have been nice to have more. Taylor Townsend in the finals uh, of doubles great, is, am- great. is amazing. Yeah, she's playing right now, so we don't have that result. Right. So that, I mean, just amazing. And, and, you know, she's playing with McNally. So it's a great American. You know, we have a lot uh, on the double side. Um, Carlos, I need to see this from him. Just to be kind of, we knew the potential. We knew yep. it was there. But to see this, it opens the door to kind of, Greatness, you know, saying, could we have um, another person in that category? Yeah. I'm not 20 I don't, plus Sam. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if he can do it, but we're talking, he has the opportunity to. I mean, he's 19 right now. He, he could play. We're talking 20 years, 60 slams, you know, he has the potential okay. for. All right. <laughs> that's that's three a year. For twenty years. No, 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 no. I'm not saying he'd have. I'm saying he has. A, he has. He's going oh, to, play. to play. He's going to yes. play. Right. Yes. No. No. Fair. No. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no. He's, <laughs> no. He's going to play sixty slams. And like, in my head, can he not take fifteen of those? You know. Like, yeah. Right. Sure. You know. So I, I don't know if he's going to surpass twenty two. I, I don't know. But seeing this from him, it was exciting. And and. I just, I want one other person. I need one other person at that level. Is that a You're talking about male, yes. right? Because I need, I need a rivalry. Okay. You need an Iga and Coco or an Iga right. and Naomi. And that was, a, so that, let me finish with the male. Yeah. I don't know who that's going to be. I don't know if Medvedev has that. Rude, yeah. I, you're very sweet and you're a great tennis player. The excitement's not there right now. Yeah. He can build upon that. I don't know if that's in his tennis game, and I don't want him to be something he's not. He was stepping up with his forehand, throwing a few fist bumps, more than I was seeing in the past, but it's just not there enough. Um, Medvedev, I think, would be a good counterpart to I, that. Yes. And a Nick, you know? We don't yes. know what Nick looks like. I, 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 He said it during the tournament, and I think he actually did mean it. If he win, won the tournament, he was done. I, I actually, I'm, I fully believe it at this point. I believe that he gave, he looked himself in the mirror before this tournament and he said, let's fucking do it. Yeah. And disappointing because I actually think he didn't play great against Kachanov. Oh, he played poorly. Poorly. And, and Kachanov has not been, I actually don't think he's it's been playing great tennis. Kachanov. I won't be doing that. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, so it's, what are we, who else are we looking at? Yeah. Medvedev, name somebody. Pritz, uh, Tiafo. I don't know if Tiafo is going to, I mean, if, if he, right. I, I need That's a full a, year from him. Right. At this level yeah. and this confidence. He actually, he still has a below 500 record on tour, hmm. it's very interesting. which I didn't actually think about until I saw it right before the semifinal. Well, he's very good at running the waves of confidence. So if he's yes, doing well in the right. tournament, he's in. I need a full year of him to, to be top 10 and he's going to be what? Who 17 am I or so. uh, Yeah. Uh, no, Novak, Sinner, is, Sinner is, is right there. Is that obviously that match was insane and exciting, 
is Sinner enough for a rivalry? That's a great question. I, I don't know. Right. I mean, he's still also extremely young, too. Right, he's 21. No, but he's so know? professional. <laughs> I know. Yes. You know, he's so, so professional. That's why I said it was probably the one of the most mentally strong players I've seen yeah. on tour. And I'll say, but if you give me those types of matches, those instant yeah. classics, every tournament between His those tennis two, may be exciting it enough. It could be yeah. that those two, their tennis complements each other so well, right? It's, right. That's why Medvedev, I think, is at the top of the list right now. And then I was looking at the woman, Iga. You know, great person, great player. You find her exciting enough? You think she... I do. Okay. I do. I haven't watched enough yet to put her... What 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 is fantastic to me is just her brain mm. is there's no way to measure those kind of things right like you can measure foot speed you can yeah. measure racket speed all of that and winners unforced whatever you can't measure what's what's here in this goal her brain is off the charts off the like charts. tennis IQ tennis IQ her willpower mm. I mean she does have that Rafa streak in her yeah, where yeah. it's just like I'm not going to lose today fuck you yeah and I I think that is going to be there are things that are going to improve her serve still needs a lot of work um and that's and her forehand still is a bit of a struggle on these faster courts but I I have no question about her ability and willingness to just put in the effort and Every time she steps on the court, fuck you, I'm going to beat you. And with the so she, compliments with the off-court, fun, yes, light yes. nature. Yeah, I think I think, I think think she's a top three player for a, a very yeah. long time, health health permitting, 100%. right? Um, Coco yeah, is, is the must. natural answer. Um, I, I don't, Naomi is, talent-wise, there's no question. It's a matter of... Where are we seeing her? Yeah, what's the next step? Yeah, and, I, and that's totally okay. Right, no, 100%. Um, I don't know. That's that's kind of where I think we needed a uh, like a Bianca. You know, I think we needed something mm. along those lines yeah. where it was this fashion forward pop, sure, you know, in sure. the public eye, social. Yeah. That's you know, that's what Foe has right now. That's one of those guys where we we need that. We can't yes. be the sport that, you know, in this day and age that has the least amount of followers. I mean, yeah. Coco should have, you know, five, 10 million followers on so Like, you know, you're looking at this, and yeah, Alcaraz now has three million, but we need more of that. And yeah, I don't, on the women's side, we need, I think we need one more player kind of in there that's making waves and on uh, TikTok. Outside of just tennis. Outside what of you're just saying. tennis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I get that. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, it's that's that's pretty interesting. I, I did you hear Maria Sharapova's comment? I did not know. I'm gonna I'm gonna be paraphrasing yeah, here, it, yeah. but basically she went on ESPN and basically said, you know, it's when I played, it was a murderer's row, mm. um, and it's it's telling that the 40 year old Serena is able to go out and beat the number two player in the world, mm. and it was just one of those just like yeah. Yeah, they're you know like okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Is kind of yeah, that? okay. And so I get like I I get what she's saying right. And first off, her talking about Serena is fascinating, uh, considering their dynamic for yeah. many many years. Um, but right, who was that a dig at almost? Yeah, right. <laughs> everybody. Uh, but I, but it's going to be interesting this coming year 2023 
who's going to be the one to step up and push Iga off of that throne. Can, I don't, I mean, Ons is a little bit, I hate to say this because she's a little bit on the older side. For, yeah, on the, yeah. the women's side, we still haven't had those outside of the Williams sisters, right. 35 plus that are willing to do it. Mm -hmm. So when she's 28, 29, you just say, okay, well, Four solid years, if, sneak a slam or two. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, who's who's that next one to push Iga for 10 years? The natural answer is Coco. Yeah. It's uh, it's also interesting because, you know, I think about four months ago we said we thought that this year was going to be the year of retirements, which it has been. It certainly has been. But 2023 is also going to be that, where people have put another year, like a full non-COVID yeah. year in and been like, this is kind of all I've had now yeah. and kind of going on uh Sharapova's comment. There's no reason why Gasquet comes out right now in his form and doesn't beat somebody that's top 10 yeah. in the world. Like I, if, yeah, if, yeah. if I saw that somewhere to slam, we'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah not crazy, but he may stop soon. So sure. I'm curious where now, again, it's, it's, it's on both sides, men and women. Where is that dynamic? with the young, young guns, like the Sheltons or the Drapers that are coming up or the ones that are at 200 now that are going to be yeah, at, a, yeah. you know, 120. It's it's all up in the air. Like, the, there's nothing that's stable right now besides Iga and, and Alcarez that we know yeah. if their bodies are okay, they're going to be yes. one in the world for a long period of time. Yeah, no, so, that's, that's absolutely right. Um, You went to the PTPA meeting. Mm. Um, yes. It was the same time as the what? What was the the dinner event with a uh, taste of taste tennis? Taste of tennis. Thank yes. you. Um, yeah, it was not not not, not ideal time. Not ideal. No. Um, I I can tell you, um, and I would say this to Vashik if he was here yeah. right now. The I I know you'll give more information about the mm -hmm. the new CEO and all of that. Um, the media views the ptpa at this point as a joke yeah i mean it makes sense why why wouldn't they yet it's it was what two years on the nose basically yeah, since right. that you know grandstand meeting um yeah the <laughs> the scheduling i texted them right before and i was like is this real and they're like yeah i was like uh it's gonna be tough there were um, what, 20 20 ish players there yeah the attendance was not ideal uh as expected um I think, okay, first, I was shocked. It was legit. You know, they, they, it was something. You know, for, for the two years that we were talking, it was, you know, well, Wade and, you know, this is what we're working on. And, you know, I've been there, you know, yeah. there's BTR. I've done all of that. And I know that, you know, some things just may not be pushing along the way they should. Yep. But you have some top people involved. You have uh, Ahmed Nasser that was with the NFL, started the NFL and NHL, I believe, um, and he's the CEO. You have Bill Ackman uh, putting up funds. I mean, these, these you have real money. You know, you have actual <laughs> movement. Right, right. Um, so for me, I was I was shocked. I really thought I was going to come into this thing being like, "We are see you next year. Let's see." But no, they they have they have. Uh, sustainability for at least a little bit of time. Um, you know, I think they still have to come out with uh, a step-by-step -step for the public, I think is very important, Agreed. is to regain the public and media perception of, and that's going to take time. Yeah. You know, the players are one thing. I was still disappointed with the players. You know, I complain a lot, 
But at least when push comes to shove, I'm going to be there and I'm going to be hoping for the best. And I'm going to be saying, let's see what where tennis can go. I'm not just going to be sitting on my couch. And, and I know you and I disagreed a little bit with this and, you know, lost the trust of the players after two years. But in my head, you still show up and you say, what, where are we right now? Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that's kind of what, you know, I, I did and, and learned a lot. And, and does it mean I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt now? I'm, I'm, you know, speaking to Bill and I'm at, and, and seeing where they are. You have to give them a little bit of wiggle room with the ATP and WTA and all the entities. This is men and women, you know, yeah. just for people to know. Um, and, and to see what they can do, see if this does scare them because, you know, we saw the effects of live golf and it doesn't mean that there's sure. going to be another tour. But with this power and, and this, you know, f- you know this, this money behind them, it should scare them. You know, it really should. So that's that's what happened. Yeah, I just, I think the live golf yeah. thing with, which is still extremely problematic for me, but that's a, 100%. a different story. But the basis of, the of it coming. where golf then found money out of thin air yes. after that um, to, to yes. have a salary. Blood money, but sure. Um, PTPA goes down that road, then it's just like, dead to me but that's a different beast i meant different i meant pga though i understand based off of that yes no i understand i understand um i think it would be i i you and i both have talked about this at length more representation for the players is not going to be a bad thing right um more players getting more money at lower ish levels the fact i mean you were somehow in both the New York Times and NPR this this week, uh, despite not Sports even, Illustrated as well, sure, but, it's but not even playing tennis anymore. Yeah, um, but it's just like we need it's yeah. it's right there. It's still it's still an issue that the 80th player in the world is not getting paid yeah. nearly what any other sport is is getting paid, and then the financial inequities that we have on the women's side right, still right. an issue. Um, so there, there, those, those are issues. I know we've got some media issues in terms of how it's, how it's portrayed, all of that. And yet I still come, I, I leave this tournament, uh, with 18 bags under each eye and a giant smile on my face. Yeah. I want to finish up the PTPA pretty quick. Cause yeah, I, go ahead. there's only so much, um, yeah, I mean, a, a guy like Bill Ackman, he doesn't fail really. You know, this is a guy that's going to, you know, be a part of it. He hasn't um, met you that yet though. You could really bring him down. <laughs> you don't know what I'm capable of. <laughs> you don't know how quickly I can sink. I've something. turned the best of ships around. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, in my head, it's still the same thing. ATP doesn't get scared unless there's competition to some extent. So whether it's the threat of one, whether it's leveraging live in some way, shape, or form, that seems like the end all be all. Um, because you go up to them and you say, "Money, please. We're nice and we want to work together." Um, and it seemed like they were open to it. And, and again, these are what I've always wanted for tennis was people that cared a lot, but we're in the business world. People that knew what they were doing, you know, with Godenzi. Yeah. Great to have somebody, but is he ready to run this multi-billion dollar enterprise? I don't know. Um, and, and we're seeing it where it's, it, we are struggling. Um, but to take this kind of back where tennis is right now and being kind of a fan for a week or two weeks, um, Try not to watch qualifying because fuck it. Um, but yeah, I 
I was arguing with some tennis tradi- tennis traditionalists about the night matches. Yeah. These are not night matches. These are morning matches. Yeah. And and you're exhausted. Obviously, you're putting in a ton of effort. But for the average person that's watching it, there's no kid that's going to watch that match. I know, but uh, I, 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 yeah, hear, I hear that. Um, and actually, Gil Gross, who was part of the broadcast yeah. team, said said this as well. So I'm I'm piggybacking off of his thoughts. But everybody who was there, mm-hmm. everybody who watched it, mm-hmm. there's something special about about being at those matches and it being New York, the late night, this city represented well by playing well past midnight. There is something about that that is important and special and different. I, You know I'm fully on no, board yeah, with this yeah, idea yeah, yeah. that I want more kids to be watching it and... I think I think part of the answer would be moving it to a six o'clock night session start yeah. instead of seven would help, um, but yeah, I, there is something special about that Noah that that five setter that ends at two in the morning is and you watched it. There's something hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Do we need three of them? No, <laughs> you know but that's what it is. Are we talking about Chilich's match? We're not. Yeah, right. Um, I am because I'm still <laughs> recovering. It's um, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I guess yeah. It's, it's the kids. Is the big yeah, big issue, it. and then it always comes back to it's it's a line that gets drawn. Where where does that line waver? Is it worth it in the end? Is it worth a twenty eight thousand person stadium only having four thousand people at the end of that match? Yeah. Is that worth it? So yes, that match is super special. It's great, but does it not feel the same at eleven o'clock at night? Does it have to be two? I, I totally so understand. it's it's those things that I think you know, and the, there's you know going into just deeper tennis. Which I have, there's no way, unless fundamentally and foundationally breaking down how tennis works on a bracket tour draw, there's no way to change the scheduling. And it sucks. Yeah. It just sucks. Um, you know, being on, you know, Eubanks' posse for like, a, you know, a minute, it, you know, that was like the best of it. And it was still, you know, 45 minutes off, an hour off. And then my dad was mistiming because he came. And it's just like little things being on that side of it. As much people think, well, that's not a big deal, you know. Yeah, but maybe that's enough for me not to come tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's enough for not my dad, he's a tremendous tennis fan, but you know, my dad's friend who stopped by to say, Yeah, I don't need to go next year. And those are things that I just don't think we have the ability to not look at that stuff and be like, How do we make this a little easier? To answer some of those questions, those those concerns. I know. Okay. Um you're also you're coming at it from a very go ahead no it's, it's my father okay yeah, yeah he well, heard me yeah, i know that was very, that was, that was a little that's weird. actually kind of weird <laughs> um you're coming at it from a very tennis perspective like you've been in this world sure. to the nth degree for yeah. a long period of time whereas i got the sense from walking around the grounds there were a lot of people who wanted to just watch this match for half an hour and that match for half an hour, and then I'm gonna go have a couple honey deuces, and then mm. I'm gonna go over to the the Chase Center and and do some of those activities and all of that. Okay, I have to yeah. for a second. Then it goes down to what I've been talking about for a while. Was then if you're gonna go in that direction, you keep the schedule where it's less about the players, which I think is a must because I always thought it was gonna drop after the big three, which probably will. Then you're marketing tennis and you're marketing as a festival 
That's right. what they want. Yeah. So if that, and I completely agree. That's like the same with baseball. I know you're somewhat a fan. I'm not personally as a, a watcher, but I can't wait to go, you know, to the ballpark and right. have a hot dog and a beer Great. and walk around and test my pitch out. Then that's how we market tennis. Agreed. Okay. So and, why are we fighting right now? Or not. Okay. Um, I, I, I completely agree with that idea. And then you've got your diehards who are just involved to the nth degree and they're going to be locked into match on court seven that they want to watch. And then they're going to be like, I've got five matches I'm going to watch today and go from place to place. It's a, it's, it's, it's finding that balance, that appropriate balance, right? That's kind of what we're talking about. But I, I, I do feel like this this week, I mean, especially when you think of fan week with qualifying, even though you don't like it, um, like that was just such a yeah. fun week of just right. coming out and just being For there, free. doing all this stuff, and there's great tennis around, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. And I, I, I think more of that is totally fine, especially as we go down to the lower levels, and if you're able to make an event at a challenger where it's just like, come, Ooh, come hang out, and then there's some good tennis on those two courts right over there. So then I think the last thing, it goes into kind of how tennis is played and some of the smaller rules that I think can make a tremendous impact. Like? Clapping, talking, movement. Uh, yeah, for sure. So I, before, I wanted to watch Brooksby play Chorich right before Eubanks. Yeah. And actually, awful tennis match, really bad tennis. But besides that, I had to wait. I, I guess I was really poor timing. I just got there. Uh, and I timed set, it. a set break? No, no, this was not a set break. This oh. was a, two games. Just okay. I had to wait 13 and a half minutes yeah. to get into that. Grand, that would play on grandstand. Not okay. I'm leaving. I'm not yeah. watching that match if it's I'm anybody else. Finally, something you and Mark Petchy can agree on. Oh, hey, Mark. There shouldn't be a, after third game, you shouldn't have to wait to three games, two games, whatever. 13 and a half minutes. It was a long two games. I get that. Yeah. 13 and a half minutes. There was a kid next to me that was pushing his dad yeah. saying, what are we waiting for? Yeah. Not okay. Can't happen. So if you want to have that festival feel, we need a little bit. Agreed. And that's, I think, yeah. I think with those little, it's a game changer at the challenger level. Have a food truck there. Have some drinks there. I don't care if you're drunk watching my match. Probably better. Yeah. So. Uh. But again, I have to say, yeah, a lot of people are proud of you this week. Oh, that's very kind. Yeah. Hearing uh, your voice, I want more tags on socials, okay? But. I, they got one. They did? Yeah. Missed it. Yeah. Um, by the end. By, yeah, they, it was, by the end? It was pretty cool. Okay. But was it was, cool. we were really excited for you. Thank you. Hearing your voice on it. And I, again, you got a lot of praise. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people were thoroughly impressed. And this is kind of you. The trajectory you're on right now is it was nice. It's exciting. It was it was fun. It's an honor to, to get to do the women's final yesterday. Yeah. Second straight year for the women's final. Really cool getting to do three straight Alcaraz matches and getting to be on the call for Serena's last match. Yeah. If it is her last match, um, her last win right. and her last match was uh, I. It's never about the broadcaster, right? But to be selected for that is a huge honor. So I'm I'm pretty. So um, what does R and R look like for you? I am gonna uh, as soon <laughs> as you leave, I'm probably gonna take a nap. Okay. Um, no, I mean I'm I'm I've got a couple weeks at home. If this is programming announcement, uh, I won't be in Cary or Columbus or Charleston. Mm, okay. Uh, but then I'm so excited to go back out to NorCal. Mm. Um, Tiburon, uh, Marnie is gonna come with me. Her mom um, and and Marnie and and I are all gonna go out there for a few days ahead of time. Nice. Marnie's going to be in Tiburon on Sunday uh, during qualifying. So if anybody's out there and would like to meet the the famed, the, yeah, I was gonna the say. famed Marnie Cation, um, 
yeah, she's she'll be out there, and I'm I'm very excited about that. She's never experienced well, she, she the, the a challenge. She came no, she did when she was two, <laughs> okay, and three, because uh, I have pictures of, of her in the Champagne Challenger with one with Tennis Sandgren uh, and one with Riley Opelka. Fantastic. The Riley one, she was terrified. Yeah, and I've I've shown a it to Riley, of so a it's man. not a, yeah, yeah. But he was just she was just like. <gasps> And just like sat down. She sat down on the ground and just like stared straight down. She was terrified. It's a great picture. I'm still terrified like, if that means anything. Yeah, no, I understand. Um, but I'm I'm just, I also think it was, I know it's not been the easiest of times for you with tennis mm. to see you there with Chris, um, getting to celebrate him a little bit as he picked up a, a first win this week yeah. at the US Open. That was pretty cool. That was fun. Uh, it was we won that one for him. Yeah. <laughs> we won that. It was yeah. it was overdue, and uh, no, I know he feels good about it, and possibly going overseas soon. So He's going to South Korea. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a shame. I wish he was in Tiburon. Yeah, but I understand that's not uh, not the best of court setups for him. No, not necessarily. But I might just have to stop by Tiburon anyway. You should. I, you know, you you can crash in my place. It's with fine. Marty played Nintendo. She would actually really like. I that. know she would love that. Um. Good seeing you. Thanks for coming to New York for a while. Yeah, I wish I could have come to your place. Yeah. Uh, we won a few auctions, and we'll be breaking some tennis cards soon. I'm so excited about oh that. Oh, my God. love to do it over I can't wait time. to get a 05 Sharapova autograph card. <laughs> I only have an autograph Sharapova book. My, do you? Yeah, my mom bought me, a, bought me that a couple of years ago. I have not read it. The cool thing on the cards was that, like, Federer was considered... Not, it wasn't up and coming at this point. It was... Yeah. He, he, it was, was 05. It was 05. Yeah, so but it was almost ago. like he wasn't the star of the right. show. Yes. So it was very funny how they were portraying it on these deck of cards. But um, I want a Bill Tilden first edition book. I thought was very cool. Okay. Yeah. So a few random stuff. But yeah. So um, now just leave if you can leave now. I really yeah. am looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, Not until you get I Love New York shirts. I do need to get an I Love New York. I heart New York heart, shirt yes. and a rat. I think they'll have that at LaGuardia, right? Yeah, if a not, rat. you could just find a real one somewhere. There was in this room last no, night. No, stop it. A three-inch roach. Oh. And I, I just, I'd had two. Uh, Welcome to two, the concrete jungle. I had had two honey deuces, <laughs> so I didn't care about anything, and I just like, You're fuck like, you. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I thought you like chilled out with him. No, then it like, <laughs> then it rose up and destroyed me. <laughs> That's why I feel like shit. <laughs> Uh, it's been fun seeing you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next time I come out here, hopefully I'll be able to actually get to your place and yeah. see your lovely fiance slash wife slash whatever it is this time next year. Now nah, we're done. I mean, you or you and her? You and her. Thanks for coming, though. Okay. Bye. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. 
Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. The show might be over, but the conversation isn't. Join us on social media at NoahRubin33, at MikeCTennis, and at Behind the Racket. Expect new episodes every Monday or Tuesday. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. It really helps us expand and reach more listeners as we take you Behind the Racket.